is a box, a musical box, wound up and ready to play. But this box can hide a secret inside. Can you guess what is in it today? This is Podrophenia with Piley and Mondo. Still 
I like it. It's, it's a lot of uh, heavy electronic noises in there. Mm. I'm a big fan of heavy, heavy, heavy electronic noises. Yeah, yeah. And uh, before that, we had Jericho Better with yeah. Green Eyed Lady. I like uh, cheese, Jabata. <laughs> you haven't said who that record's by. Yeah, we're supposed it? to be DJs. Oh, I like that. Go on, have another go. Go on. We're young. We're, we're just getting into this. We've only been doing it for 14 years. <laughs> on, I can bring my BBC training. Of course, that's what we do. Welcome back and out. Go on, Polly. What was that, that record? That was The Sparks. The Sparks. <laughs> and uh, The Girl Is Crying in a Latte. Brand new single. Out, out this week. Out this week. Oh, um, I'm okay. a bit squashed in the corner. That, sounds, that, that, sounds, like, that yeah. sounds like Paola to me. <laughs> this is Podrafina Paola, isn't it? Out this week. She worked our guest in straight away, Billy oh, Reeves, yeah. the Billy Reeves with us. Thanks what for inviting pleasure, me. A pleasure and a privilege. Is what is it a third? Is he qualified for the match ball yet? Or is it <laughs> oh, God, yeah, it is match ball. Yeah, yeah. the Jean, the Jean remake. Yeah, so I yes. get to keep it. Let's just let's just cut a couple of things that we were talking about earlier yeah. on. Let's just get them out of the way. Yeah. The crunch by the Ra band <laughs> what get, great track. that you played last night. Mm. Get side one, get two copies of it. Mm. Right, you use computers anyway, like course, a, that's right. yeah, <laughs> like a child. <laughs> right, what you need, what you need, you need two copies of it so you can play. <laughs> Side one and then side two. I think they're probably exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. But that 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 is in a subgenre of records that I call records that they played over the credits at the top of the pops <laughs> yeah, that yeah. were big in the discos. That's a great show, yeah, actually. That one. Secondly, Ken Bruce didn't get the heave ho. No, he left on his own terms to take much more money. Right. And thirdly, yes, this room does look a lot like <laughs> a BBC studio in the old days, um, but apart from the fire regulations, which would have been a lot stricter. It, what, <laughs> if I die, I just want to say that I love you, Mother. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be fine. There's no flammable material in here. Well, no, there is. But Everything's you're really flammable, flammable in here. Starting with your coat. Of course. <laughs> this is on fire flames, this coat. So, um, so yeah, and then before that, Jericho Better, which he said sounded like, a bit like a Charlie Farley sort of seventies yeah, tech budget sort of detective series, isn't it? Spy mystery about it. In spy the mystery. In the, in the yeah, the story with that is is he was in a he that's a magnificent yacht rock album, Jerry Call Better, but he was in a band called Sugarloaf, late sixties sort of groovy funky Sugarloaf. headband, and they did Green Eyed Lady, and he revisited it. Also, later just on. just to qualify the Charlie Farley mm. reference there as well, yes, if you're under. 53 <laughs> or so, over 58, yeah. you're not going to know who Charlie Farley and Very Piggy Malone are. Just look it up! Just look it Hello, up. who's this? Hello. Oh, lovely Hello. to see you. How are you? Come on, come on in. Come on in. Hello. All right, Al, Hello. how are you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just dropping my PA off. I'm off again now. Oh, nice one. Uh, thanks. I've Cheers. I've got the lights on and forgot to lock the door. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like Kramer in Seinfeld. Yeah, this, <laughs> <laughs> this never happened at the BBC where members of the public were allowed into the studio. Can we lock that now? So, uh, so the owner, I'm not locking it for the reasons oh, that yeah, I explained. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah, health and safety. Mem members of the public, owner, owner of the station. Oh, right, you look like a member of the public, though. Oh, he he yeah. does that to blend in. All oh, right. <laughs> blend in with what? <laughs> I don't know. Well, the Sparks thing. I started yes. watching the Sparks documentary. Oh. Have you all seen it? Sparks documentary. Several times. Yeah. Several times. Yeah. We got halfway through. Mm. I loved it. Joe, when we first put on, she didn't realise they were American. She thought they were English. No, Mrs. Yeah. P was the same. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then halfway through, she goes, "I've got a bail." Oh. Nothing to do with the story or the band. It was the filmmaking technique. All the cutaways. Yes. She used to do my head in. Oh, which it. I found quite quirky. Yeah. She said, "I don't need Little cartoons." Yeah, and that's all right. But she goes, "Well, it's, well, it's people like that, on the, and they, they left the building, and it'll be a cutaway oh, people yes. running out." Yeah. Goes, yeah. I'm an adult. I don't need to yeah. have all yeah. these things. Documentaries about rock and roll are the new rock and roll, aren't they? You that's know, who's right, responsible yeah. for that. The feel goods, partly. Yeah. I mean, oh, yes, yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. the Pistols yeah, one. Yeah. But when it comes to yes. a band's career being resurrected yeah. by a documentary. Exactly. Julian Temple did it with Filth and Fury, and it made yeah. sense because it framed the band and the mm -hmm. 
and of course with the uh, feel goods, they just there was one lot of footage around really. So you've that's yeah, right. They got to fill it out with uh, cutaways, yeah. and of course you're right. It's exactly where it's coming from. The, and the, and yeah. the film gangster stuff. Gangsters. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I exactly. swear to God, it's one of the most influential films ever made. Yeah, you're right. Confidential because there's been loads ever since. Hasn't that's right. It? And it was, she said. She said there's two things. She, that's what's on a list of things she can't stand. Uh-huh. Uh, one is park. Well, one's parking in bus stops. <laughs> can't park in a bus stop. Hates <laughs> oh. that. So what, documentaries <laughs> on. <parking laughs> in yeah. Tony Cutaways. She can't. She can't stand cutaways in films like that, and she can't stand old men behind mixing desks. If you get a music documentary, it's old men behind. Well, that's you. Yeah, that's you. You're an old man. Exactly. (laughs) I think that's why she's taking. already playing records on a laptop. Exactly. So I've had enough of this probably with that. But when they start isolating the drums or isolating the bass, that's it. She's out. Time. And I'll sit there and watch that and love all that Mm. stuff. But Mm. no. Yeah, but that's where we have finished the sparks. I think we covered a lot there. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. No worries. Thanks. But you like what you saw. So I like what I saw. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait. I don't mind them, but I will revisit just to let you know. I'm halfway through. Okay. I've got a bookmark on it. That sort of thing. Have so you? Yeah, a, a little leather one that you got from uh, British <laughs> Museum from Battersbridge. Battersbridge. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Green with gold writing on. It's a winner. Tradish. Yeah. So Billy Reeves has joined us. As yes. Saying. Thanks is. for ha- thanks for having me once again. It's a pleasure. I'm big. I'm huge in the South End on Sea area and Glasgow. Yeah, it seems to be the two places that like my music. <laughs> what world is it? famous. Why? famous why, though? Why? 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 Well, have you been to Glasgow? Yeah, several times. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it? it's, them, it's, the, it's a Glasgow label called Last Night mm. from Glasgow that put my record out and put the oh. audience album out, the record I did with Sophie Ellis-Bexter. So why... Why? And we always did the band, the, all the bands I've ever been in, yeah. I've always pulled them in in South End on Sea in Glasgow. Uh, yeah, I've got loads of friends, but none in my hometown. <laughs> I can walk unmolested through Staines, not with I'm with Richard Archer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's massive in the Why? South End area. And Glasgow, what's the really good Blitzkrieg shop? Do you know? Are they stopping yeah, up there? Yeah, Tony, who yeah. runs that. Maybe it's because they're maybe it's because they're both. What links those two places? They're both really working class. Yeah, it's true. Mm. As working class as your admiral catalogue. Have oh, you walked no. around Lee though? No, it's it's Lee quite posh. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, all, well, all all working great working class areas have a posh have a bit. Posh That's know, true. Glasgow yeah, has. Yeah. It's got the river as well. Manchester has. Yes. Yeah, it's true. can't get arrested in Manchester. No, I can't understand what I'm saying. So it's my <laughs> assumption there. So you got the but yeah, Glasgow and Southend on Sea and its environs for some that reason. Is brilliant. And we're gonna have some tunes from the album, obviously. Thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank. It's out now. It's out now. Yeah. On oh, yeah, the streams. On the vinyl. You got the vinyl out. Yeah. Pink vinyl or red vinyl. Yeah. I've got red. Wow. Yeah. I've got the red. But there's. But, but we did. We d- we discuss. We we're discussing online about the me trying to resurrect CDs mm. because they're so cheap and mm. it's a really good way of bands. Mm-hmm. Interacting with their with their public because yeah. they're a pound to make, so I ma- so I, as an experiment, I asked them to do CD first. Mm. Yeah. So, but but Ian and of course I we all have Bandcamp, don't we? But Ian, the guy that runs the label, mm. because he now runs it as a it's a subscription model. Yeah. And he's got a shop and he's a record company, so it's all in this one building in Hidden Lane in the posh bit of Glasgow. Mm-hmm. And he said that the C- that me sort of like saying buy everything on Bandcamp, buy everything on CD, will destroy the record shop and the record label, oh, right. as we know it. And the fact that he's a subscription model as well is mm. really clever. So you pay your money. And so a lot of people have received a Billy Reeves album this week, whether or not oh, they like it or oh, not. Yeah, and also, yeah, rather yeah. cleverly, as a result of the CD coming out first and then the subscription and then it going into shops this week, all of the sales are combined oh, in yes. week one, which yes. is why my album is number eight in Scotland. Of course. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> two places behind a... Adam Lambert. Really annoying. <laughs> I never realised there was a Scottish chart. Yeah, there's and an Irish chart. No, there's we've got a lot of there's a lot of there's um you know the the you uh, two would you three would know that the Grammys take two days. Mm. You know, there's a polka mm. section. Mm. There's now loads of charts, and they're really interesting. Oh. There's Punjabi chart. Yeah. A Welsh what number chart. Are you in that? <laughs> I'm way down, I yeah, think. Yeah. No, I'm in, in 12 indie breakers. I'm 57 yes. years old, yeah. And, I'm 12, yeah. and apparently <laughs> that's, that's records that have come out on an independent label that are brand new and aren't re-releases of anything. So I'm an yeah. indie breaker. Oh, yeah, indie breaker. Yeah, yeah. man, oh. indie breaker. <laughs> an influencer, yeah. an indie influencer. <laughs> How about that? Do you have a yeah. tune off it? No, please do. Yeah, yeah sorry about the singing. That's uh, I've got the CD here. I've got the CD. I'm sure Billy's yeah. brought some along to play. Well, no, because oh. some of you have bought it and some of you haven't. I didn't want to give free copies no, to no, people who what, haven't bought my album. What, what part of Glasgow is, is the label? I'll go there quite regularly now, Glasgow. My son yeah, moved it's there last like, year. It's in Hidden Lane. Hidden Lane. Is right, that what, yeah. Merchant City sort of area? Or? Yeah, and it's, it's pretty much in the middle of the city. Okay. It's really nice. It's sort of like craft, sort of like really nice, sort of crafty bit of of Glasgow. Okay, I love it. So many record shops. I've never come back with as much vinyl as I have when I've been yeah. to Glasgow. Yeah, it's, a, no, it's, like, it's lovely, and because th- they don't only they don't only sell music from Big Blue is the yeah. name of the shop, oh, okay. and they don't only sell their own stuff. They also sell stuff that's come in. Uh, that's uh, that's been bought cheap. That's that's that, that, so. For example, that the uh, the Gorillas album, which yeah. went into Indie Breakers number one <laughs> for some oh, reason, despite it being show. an old band yeah, and full of old right. farts, ahead of my album. They're, obviously, they overpressed that, so you can buy that uh, music big, uh, from Big Blue for okay. twelve pounds this week, for example. Huh? So. Yeah, it's really it's so it's such a it brilliant out. business model, and he's a really great guy. He looks exactly like Dave Norm, uh, Dave Gorman, not no, Dave Norm. What do you want to play off of this? Then, go on, you tell Should us. Should we play the hit single? Let's do yes. the hit single. Should we play the hit single? It's Golden Days, which is track haven't got me glasses on. <laughs> oh. One, two, three, three. Track no, three. Yeah, track, track three. Golden Days. Oh, uh, oh lovely. Yes, uh, which you know, it very much is about the nostalgia of the future, of which is the name of the album, by the way. And the Hi, podcast I'm Billy the as well. Well, that's how we met, exactly. isn't it? From yeah, that. Yeah. That's right, World of Kane. Yeah. Oh, What's his name? Someone Kane? Will Kane. Yeah, well, yeah, Will Kane, yeah. Uh, right. Golden Days by Billy Reeves. Hit it, Steve. Very. <laughs> <laughs>
a majestic piece of work that is. Thanks, it? man. Yeah. I love that. Thanks, flourish, dudes. That flourish at the end. Was that you doing that? Yeah. On the guitar. Yeah, on the on the nylon the string. string What's so great about coming down here, though, of course, is it means that I can talk about myself. But <laughs> mo- more importantly, I can talk about myself as a musician. This is the thing because right? I do so many different things, and, and musicians do because they have to. Otherwise, you'd starve to death. Yeah, exactly. You would get <laughs> you. But you're primarily. Would you say drummer? I was a drummer, was a drummer, but I got trashed in a car accident, so that kind of knackered oh, my... That knackered See, that. last uh, yeah. Potrofino yeah, with Billy Rees for further Yeah, that knackered that. But no, dr- that's why but drummers make good records. You know, oh, Marvin, I I, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye and me. Yeah, Stephen mm. Tyler from Aerosmith. Yeah. James drummers Brown. Ma- dr- drummers make good Because you're sitting there and listening and going, I know exactly where these are going wrong. Karen Carpenter. Too many notes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Karen Carpenter. Is that, is that yeah. why Phil Collins was so good? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why Phil Collins and Karen Carpenter. Coming so from a like drummer's background, are you, what else do you play? Keys, guitar, D- guitar badly. Guitar. So, how would you go about writing that then? Would you just do your chords and so what? Do you, do you when top when first write, chords? no, when when writing a song, I know a lot of people say that. I've never been asked that question before. Thank you so much. I've got a slight <laughs> hard on. I feel like I'm being treated as a proper musician here. There's no right or wrong way of doing it, is there? You know, you've written yeah. songs. You can fill around on a guitar and then sing the top line first you can have the lyrics first right there's 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 not you come from all angles it, yeah and then of course once you start fiddling around with it yeah it changes and because i'm so lucky that i've i you know i, I was going to say i work with i just stopped myself there because i know a lot of great musicians that are yeah. really nice and play on my records it changes because they add mm-hmm. notes that i have never oh, heard i of. see right okay mm. Do you, yes. are you what musical theory wise would you know no, nothing at all no. i'm not sure i want to dave because the the um i, I love music at school because I, I was in a big secondary modern You're right. and uh, <laughs> mr white he'd been blown up in the war so he had a red face he'd blown up in the war he red, i don't know whether he was blown up in the war he, he, because there was 47 kids in our yeah. music class yeah. he just played records so you had to do a show and tell so that uh, we didn't really do any of the maths for right. music. It was yeah, much more yeah. about music appreciation. He was a classical conductor, Mr. White. He'd been blown up in the war. Oh, and he knew, uh, he liked two contemporary albums as yeah. far as he con- was concerned, which was Dark Side of the Moon and Abbey Road. But each uh, week, two people, a boy and a girl, had to do a show and tell. And that was really interesting. So you had to bring in a record. So because it was 1978, yeah. um, a lot of my contemporaries would, try and freak him out but nothing ever flipped him out mm, I remember really? Mark Davis bringing in Nagasaki Nightmare <laughs> right and him go, but of course he had to explain what it was what crass well very interesting yeah, yeah. Kiss, me played to the gallery didn't I what did when it was for? my turn well what do you do it's 1978 mm. you're 13 14 you want to get invited to the Wednesday disco where, the, yeah, yeah. where Debbie and Jackie go yeah. of which all the girls in my year were cool yeah. so what do you do you play to the gallery don't you you don't play you don't play shaved women can we take a guess Go on then. It was, a record the that was re- it was a record that was reissued in 1978, and I oh. want to go to the Soul and Northern Soul Disco opposite school. Oh. It's on Motown. It's on Motown. Not Big Wheels of Motown. Uh, it's not on Big Wheels of Motown because no. it wasn't a big hit. Uh, big Wheels of Motown's a bit earlier. Yeah, it might be, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's a girl group. A girl group. Sometimes with five members, sometimes with three members. And it was re-released in 78 and it was a hit off the back of that kind of like minor Northern Soul revival that okay. was in 78 where um, Jonathan King put out the three at, the three at eight. Yeah. So uh, not the Supremes, not the Marvelettes, but it ends in Let's. Let's. 
Ooh, didn't know one. Yeah, it. no. It's Needle in the Haystack by the Velvetlets, oh, which is which is still one of the greatest records. So, record so of course, I play I play to the I play to the yeah uh, place the crowd. So then I get invited to the, oh. the Wednesday disco. So we never did any musical theory at school. Was it I worth think it would wait, spoil the disco? it. Yeah, I think it was. Spo- it was brilliant, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. They put, they used to have a DJ in the last hour. This yeah. is Egham High. They used to have a DJ in the last hour that would then be going on to do the Thursday night at the Woking Old Schoolhouse, which was the South's big Northern Soul right, Club. Okay, but that one. was for over that was for yeah, that was for over sixteen. But no, no, I never did any music. I don't know whether I want I don't it's the same when I draw the pictures. I don't really want to know if I know too much, I feel as though it would let light into magic a I little you mean, bit. Yeah, you don't want the baggage that goes with yeah. it. Yeah, but then by well. the same token, I think, because I'm because I'm usually the person who's organising the band, yeah. all the bands I've been in, it, you have to learn how to communicate with people. You can't say, can you go... <laughs> with that one, though, I could go to Nigel yeah. Butler and go, can you make it sound like Gwenno Saunders? It's a, it's <laughs> that, it sounds like a, a perfect piece of Scottish pop from the early 80s. You oh, know, Aztec it. camera, that type of thing. I yeah. can hear that. Well, um, they do. The, Last night from Glasgow re-released a lot of that stuff. You know, they've just re- re- they've just released the new sophomore album by the Bluebells. Have they? Mm. They only ever did one, so they released <laughs> the fir- re-released the first one. So they've joined another one. So they've just they didn't they did a reissue campaign with Biss. Right. So Biss said, "We'll do another album. Then do you want oh. to put it out?" So they're actually putting out. They, they've done three out. They did the three Skids albums. Yeah. So the, so Jobson said, "Well, do you want to put a new album out?" So they've done. And Ian finds that the guy that runs it finds that working with the old farts yeah. he said pointing to sell <laughs> is easier because it started off as a real sort of like nice Glasgow thing Stephen Pastel style thing let's help out new yeah. groups yeah. but working with the old guys because mm. we've been through it all and we're yeah. not sort of demanding blown up in the second world war or yeah. <laughs> well, the punk wars we, we're, because we were blown up in the, he blown up in the war he was blown war. up in yeah, the war exactly. I don't know which war might have been the Korean war he was blown up in the war that's why he had a red face see Mr White because he was blown up in the war Matt, he prefers working with the old guys right mm. that's, why not Exactly. Yeah. And also on the Motown, you've got a bit of Motown backbeat on there as well, haven't you? Yeah, well, see, that's yeah. singularly the most predictable thing you can do, but it just totally works. It, it works. Boom, 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 exactly. Boom, boom, boom. exactly. But it's where you put the kick, isn't it? Right. Right, so yeah. There's a thing that drummers do, and I must ask about this, not now, because it might get a little bit anarchy. Well, I'll, no, I'll that's, what, that's what this podcast is all about, <laughs> isn't it? There's a certain, is it choke, snare, like, tss, 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 that your average white band do a little bit sometimes. Yeah, and, and not the hi-hat. Yeah, that's, no, you're talking about the hi-hat, though. Yeah, I am, no, yeah. but there's another yeah. other thing they do, an average white band, they, they close the, the, perhaps it is, I don't know about drum Yeah, no, when it's, yeah I think it's the hi-hat. Oh, bass player. So. Great, drum, great drummer on my stuff. Who is it? Steve Smiley Barnard. Oh, of course. From, yeah. from the, the Mescaleros. And the CCs. Yeah, the and CCs, yeah, yeah. The, um, the Mescalaros, Robbie Williams, uh, the Alarm and Archive mainly, and more recently, Gene loves Jezebel. He said, "Billy, oh, I've got to wear wow. all black." Uh, I said, <laughs> "Right, okay, that shouldn't be a problem. I haven't got any black clothes, Well, it's not a problem, Smiley." So I sent him a carpenter's t-shirt. Oh, brilliant. so he did an American tour with that. He with that. actually, he did a question for you three. Yeah. Actually, he just Smiley sent me a message this morning. Mm. Right, he's bought first time ever, first time ever, boys. First time ever, I'm in the crowd. I've never had. A, he bought a pair of DMs. Oh, right. terrible things to break in. Yeah. No, oh. I bought them second hand. Oh. oh, 20 quid. You, have you? No, I was I told that you couldn't, you no, can't can. wear second hand shoes. That's an outrage. I don't know. But he said, but he said, no, because I've got these, these ones, these, yeah. n- these DMs, the vegan um, ones, veggie DMs, yeah. right? Yeah. With the, the monkey boot DMs. And I'm having a terrible time breaking them oh. in. And he's going, oh, no, no problems at all because they're already, but there are other people's, or, right, yeah. or, 
is it a load of cobblers put about by cobblers that uh, you've got to have new shoes? That's another Dave Collins, you three, what's your view? Do I've, you I can you buy second hand DMs? Yeah, no, you can't buy second hand jeans. They don't fit. They all fit in the wrong place. You know that sort mm. of thing. I, you can't buy, but it's, I was told that it would hurt your feet. <laughs> well, um, some it's shaped to someone else's. I think foot. it was all about um, like potential foot disease and things. You know. Like, <laughs> oh right, I didn't think of know, that. I'm, I'm a big fan of their early work. Athlete's foot or something. Yeah. And then you I, whack I them think, on. Well, the spores. Yeah. No, but, oh, okay, so, thank you. Secondly, second yeah. question, he now, he doesn't know this yet, but he's now going to get some, as we're all inveterate mm. punk rockers in mm. this room, is that he doesn't know, I'm thinking he doesn't know how to wear a pair of DMs, to oh. wit, where the, where the jean touches oh, them, see, yeah, getting yeah. that, when it gets all rucked up in the, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the yeah, back. That's right, yeah, yeah. So he, he's going to need some advice. He's, yeah, a bit of guidance. So have, you got any ti- have you got any tips to wearing DMs? You've got to show a lot of the boot. Yeah, yeah. check your laces as well. You've got to get coloured laces. Perhaps yellow, <laughs> green possibly. And do you crisscross the laces or do you go I do the across. laces. Straight across. Oh, no, Straight across. Talking, but the key thing with the DM is it's getting just about, just under an inch with the turn mm. Yeah, no, I think... But when you sit yeah. down, agreed. then you reveal... Yes. <laughs> agreed, 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 yeah, agreed. Yes. And, of course, you must not be showing any bare leg, oh, Smiley. No. You can't show any bare leg. Maybe get extra long socks just in case. How <laughs> about Blakey's? That's Is that something you had down here? Yeah, we had Blakey's. Well, 1978, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, when you ride the bike, you can make sparks come out by and putting yeah. Blakey's down. And at the Club Riga last night, of course, there was some braces action going on. Presumably the soles have gone as well, you know, because they'll well, go. That's right. They get, that's get the right. gaps. On yeah. the ca- subject of uh, careful seating and, and adjusting yourself, I had my kilt on last night. Ooh, that, that does take some very, <laughs> does take some very careful position. We go for a group photo, and you've got to sit down. There's all sorts of things. You're sparring next to someone's head. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've got to go for a Lark. Well, we'll find out. The yeah, pictures yeah, will be out soon, so we'll find okay. out. And third, <laughs> thirdly, on the laces front, and dovetails nicely mm. into my next question, is thirdly on the laces front, did you have? a colour key to where you stood on the political spectrum in your DMs oh, when you were at school. Because oh. we did. If you wore white laces, you were a white supremacist. Oh. If you wore red laces, you were a socialist. Well, wow. I didn't know that. It's a new one on me. No, what about if you wore black laces? Racist. <laughs> and then you just got them out of the shop and you had absolutely no imagination. Oh, no, you white laces for the racist. Pay well, attention. This is, I think there's a whole code with laces. It's amazing. There was a whole code with the laces, well, I yeah. I, I, of course, I, of course, was DM Shoes being a Joy Division fan, so they had to be oh, black. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I was, where was I? I wasn't allowed them for a while. Mum thought they were bother boys. Yes. So you can't yeah. have them. Got I the... had to buy my own. I had, right. to work, I had to work in the local um, CIU club right. and buy my own. Did you? There's yeah. no way my parents would have bought exactly. me DM shoes. No. Same with motorbike jacket. I had to buy my own as well. Yeah. Uh, for ruffians. Any, <laughs> any tips on breaking in DMs? I do yeah. the uh, paper, the newspaper, damp newspaper that you oh, really right. stuff in the end and then it expands slowly. It's, it's harder with veggie stuff. I don't know whether you'd be able to oh. do that, whether the, the plastic would rot. I, I've just been wearing them mm. in short spurts. Right. Oh, my mm. feet. Should, oh, I'll no. show you in a minute. Do you should see the state overnight. of my feet. No, we'll, we'll, we'll put it up on the, uh, on the website. Because I know that there's a very much a Apodrophina corrobodist uh, crossover. There's one over the road, actually. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. What yeah. My, that's what also made me think about Mention our name. He adds 20% on us. It's called gait analysis. Which is what they do these days, and that's what really worries me about Smiley. If his hips go, he's yeah. not going to be able to raise the hi hat. No, yes. I'm right, aren't I? 
So, should, should we have a tune? I think we've I need, to, pa- I need to consider all these questions, ponder on these questions. <laughs> do, you, do, you want to, do you have another album tune? Oh, yeah, go on. Go on. Well, talking of CRU clubs, how about the most recent single, My Library? What is a CRU club? This is a new one out with the Yellow yeah, Door. Th- this is the new single, uh, Clubs and Institutes Union. It was, right. the, it was the working men's clubs. You would join the CRU and you would get cheap beer. Oh. And it was brewed where um, in Gateshead where the Newcastle brewery is yeah. now that where they brew the brown ale but there was a, a it was called the Dunstan Fed there's a football club next to mm. it so all the bill the sort of lager and the bitter was brewed mm. there and it was a lot cheaper than the pubs and also the the named beer the brown beer was cheaper in the pub it's, they're still around oh, you'll, okay. ha- you'll have yeah. one you're working men's club mm. your, your con club might yeah, we be have, as well we have got them yeah. a lot of conservative clubs around here aren't there there are my library, Stephen. If you want the radio edit, I've got the radio edit. Or do you yeah, want the play, full yeah, fat play, version? Play the, play the radio edit. I've got yeah. the radio on my um, on my playlist. Or you could just fade out the long version. Just I fade don't it. Mind. I phoned yeah. up a Canvey Club once. They had a Wilco exhibition. It feel good. That's right. Yeah. I phoned yeah. up. I asked about eight questions, and every answer was yes, mate. <laughs> All eight questions. <laughs> Have you got the Wilco? Is he feel good on? Yes, mate. Are you open today? <laughs> yes, mate. Can anyone come in? Yes, mate. Okay. I'll see you later. Then. Yes, mate. It was like literally every well, this, my, this song features the phrase. It talks about CIU clubs. Oh, okay. And and the sort of like the, the the wonderful sort of like municipal endeavour that we had when we were kids, where you would you know where you'd have libraries, sort of educate the working classes, mm. where you'd have libraries, you have your own club. And in my household, you could tell where we were on the social strata, aspirational working class. Everybody should aspire, Stephen. You could tell where we were in the <laughs> pantheon of the social network because by whatever private members drinking club my father was a member of. Oh. So to start with the Pigeon Club. Oh, okay. Pulley oh, Green. Uh, Then the Egham United Services Club, which was a massive step up, where they had a meat raffle. Oh, uh, yeah. On a Sunday? Yeah, on a Sunday. uh, Sunday, (laughs) very early on a Sunday. um, And a a £100... Uh, fruit machine, and this is 1979. Wow! Right, where, where the bloke, bloke, the Unigate milkman would come in while I bottled up. That's yeah, yeah. Unigate milkman would come in 12 o'clock on a Saturday, banging on the door, pumping 10 <laughs> pieces. While Doreen, <sighs> who ran the place, is waiting for him. Place closes at four o'clock. She gets the hundred no. quid out in two bob oh. bits. And also, we had a snooker professional. That's mm. how posh that place was. Oh, it was a young, teenaged, ginger-headed lad called Steve Davis. Oh, I know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've heard Got of everything him. wrong. <laughs> yeah, a big prog fan apparently. Mm. Got everything wrong, and everyone was so patient. Do it again, mate. Do it. So he's known from that day to this by my dad as Steve Art Club Davis. Steve Art <laughs> no. from Art Club. Really? After that, my father was a member of the Lakeside Country Club. Is that oh, where, right. yeah, at Frimley Green, where we one. saw, yeah, where we where they did the darts, mm. as you rightly say, mm. where we saw Frankie Vaughan and Morecambe and Wise. Oh, wow. yeah, never on the what, same, on the same bill? No, not on the same bill. Right. Did Frankie Sunday. Vaughan have the uh, the little straw. Fra- Frank, yeah, to give him in a moonlight. Yeah, yeah totally. Beautiful. He was fantastic, and the high kicks and all the rest of it. And then finally, my father was a member of the Nirvana Country Club. Really? He worked yeah. his way up. That's where. Oh, he worked his way up. Good for him. Yeah. Huh? Don't think he was welcoming was any. Was he an alcoholic, your father? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he he's, he's still around. That last club. He's still <laughs> he's still around, and he very much likes a drink. Yeah. Good for yeah. Him. Excellent. Anyway, where was I? So yes, yeah, so that's what this song's about. That municipal endeavour. I love of, that stuff. Yeah, of making sure that um, that everybody had a place to drink and read. Oh, gone. I remember when I started to work. I worked at the Sports and Social Club. Gone. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Here we go. New single. Yeah, go on. This is the current single from my album. Thanks, Ian. myself 
I wouldn't be like my father Lamenting a non-existent age But I simply got complacent About post-war agreement But I can see the bin fire now I try my library myself I wouldn't be like my mother yeah. <laughs> Did you like that? So I like that's so. that posh yacht yeah, it's, yeah. Well, hence, hence us talking about the, the, hence the bass player, my bass player Pete talking about prefab sprout because of the fancy chords at the end. But yeah. I'll tell you how powerful the CIU clubs were. Go on. There was um, a Radio Two documentary a few years ago. It's probably on the BBC Sounds Rail, mm. uh, yes. where two guys, one in Batley and yeah. one in Huddersfield, were basically challenging each other to be the sort of like top working men's clubs because these places would hold oh, a yeah. thousand. I mean, Will Tappers and Shunters was a. And was a skit of that, but that's yeah, how powerful that's they were. Right. And of course, you know, Bernard Manning had his own club, mm, which, you know, club. which launched John Cooper Clark, and it's yeah. all. Mm. But these two guys were so wanted to be the biggest club in the north. But am I allowed to? That one of them, I can't remember where it was, the Batley. Well, let's say the Batley one yeah. went over to meet Colonel Tom Never. when Elvis was in Vegas and mm. said, "Your lad, <laughs> your lad, the Elvis lad. I want you in Batley. How much? How, I don't care how much it costs me. I'm going to screw that other fellow. We want your lad." 
All right, oh. so, uh, and because uh, they inter- he was, he'd been interviewed in yeah. some local, right? and that's literally how he spoke. <laughs> Your lad and Colonel Tom, just to get rid of him. So, when was when was Elvis in Vegas? Mid 70s? 69 on was late 69. Yeah, so when that thing was at its real peak. Colonel Tom Parker said to him, £250,000. Right, and when, you know, and he said, mm. "Right, no problems." Then shook <laughs> on it and just went and went back and right, get to posters, John, ten bob, <laughs> all this. Press. But of course, then uh, uh, it didn't happen. Oh. Obviously, as we as we all know, that would be the truth. That's how big. That's how yeah. That's how big. But Colonel right. Colonel Tom I, just I, I ignored him reading... because Colonel Tom couldn't leave the country. No, that's he? right. He was wanted for murder, wasn't he? Yeah, in Holland, apparently. I remember reading in Lemmy's biography. When he was in the Vickers, I think they were called. All mm. oh, right, yeah, his R and B band. Yeah. yeah, and they and there's a couple of great tracks by him. He was saying they were minted from playing the clubs. Yeah. The money that mm. came out, he earned more money in his Vickers yeah. days than he did with Motorhead. Yeah, but you know, motorboats, speedboats on the old Lake mm. District and yeah. stuff and like that. And then of course, yeah. and of course, you, that's how you coming into our generation. That's how you paid your dues, and often that's how you got your record deal. So, for example, Show Oddybody and groups like mm. that. They'd already done, done the clubs. Slade and Sweet had already yeah, done yeah, clubs yeah. doing covers, and then obviously someone writes their A-sides, they write their B-sides, and everyone's happy. That's right. Darts are probably the last of that right. generation, although they were middle class. They don't, they they were a sort of like, that was a hobby thing for them. Right. They were originally in Rocky Sharp and the Razors. Oh, of course. Right, OK. Yeah. Because what's his name? Um, Shaky Stevens had a touch of that as well, wasn't it? Was his it birthday all... yesterday. Yeah, well, he's well, he, Shaky Stevens and the Sunsets were famously managed by a, a hardcore Welsh communist. Oh, so they used to do that. They used to do the very left wing clubs. And he's kind of he he sort of jo- he's joked about it, Shaky, because the guy that played most of the instruments mm. on um, Golden Days, yeah, uh, he he's also one of his many jobs is tidying up the vocals on. Current Shaking Stevens albums and the last two <laughs> Shaking because it's a, they're a bit shaky, as it were. But the last two Shaking Appropriate. Stevens albums are proper the faction. Are they? They're proper left wing. Yeah, so he's oh. kind of gone back to it. I, yeah, Comrade Shaky. Oh, I never knew. I've, I've got a book at home. Right, Fred and Judy Royal Starlust. Have you heard of it? Great. Book oh, is that the one where you write where the, the letters that yes. pop stars pop, are sent? F- f- all the full fans of, out of mm. filth, filth and fantasies about pop yeah. stars. Shaky Stevens has got all these letters about their fantasies with Shaky Stevens in there. Really? Yeah, yeah shocking. The, the weirdest one is the Bruce Foxton page, but I would say don't be very careful where exactly. you are when you read. Don't that read one. it in this room; be, the flames will just fly off all over. So the yeah, place. C- CU, CIU clubs were were really powerful. That's right. You're right. Actually, well, yeah, exactly. That's a good. Well, oh, my you, uncle was on the old. Uh, Working man circuit around here, and, he? and my dad as well. Oh, with the with the with the singing. After that, I mean, he, uh, my uncle who was in that that yeah. band with his twin. He yeah. used to do all like all the way up from Benfleet Social Club all around Landon yeah. and Basildon and Pitsy and oh, all that. Yeah. He did the circuit, and, that. and uh, he wrote my dad in for a bit as well. He used really? to do a few numbers. Yeah, yeah. And, been and, course, and all our no. and of course all our all our favourite comics. <laughs> Would have done it before. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We've all done that. Yeah, and, and if you can survive the clubs, that's again, it. bring exactly. the conversation full circle. John Cooper Clark. Yeah, you know that's why he because he is essentially he you know what he does is a turn. Yeah, that's right. No, you're right. Exactly. Mm. If you can no. deal with the Bernard, the the people in the Embassy Club, Bernard Manning's Club, you can deal yeah. with the and the heck killing yeah. joke audience right. quite easily. Exactly. So, yeah. Should you have a tune? All right then. What are you going to do then? Do you say you? Well, you, it's your turn. Oh, I'll oh yeah. Follow you on. I might have my. Oh, I might have my bit sweet. of. Uh, my, we'll come my, back to the Billy album. Oh, sweet. We'll come back to the Billy no, album. It's your turn. We'll tease you in. <laughs> I'm going to go. I, I popped. I, I just first stumbled across this the other day. What a fantastic piece of work. I'm not massively a fan of Paul Simon, um, but this is a fantastic cover of it of uh, Fifty Ways to Leave Your Lover. Nice. Yeah. Fifty ways to leave your lover. 
said to me The answer's easy If you take it logically I'd like to help you In your struggle to be free There must be 50 ways to leave your lover She said it's really not my habit to intrude Furthermore, I hope my meaning Won't be lost or misconstrued I repeat myself at the risk of being crude There must be 50 ways to lead your lover 50 ways to lead your lover You just slip out the back jack Take a new grandstand You don't need to be cardboard Just get yourself free Get yourself free Hop on the bus class You don't need any disguise box Just drop off the key Get yourself free Get yourself free Just slip out the back jack Make a new grandstand You don't need to be cardboard such pain I wish I could do something to make you smile again I said I appreciate it and would you please explain about the 50 ways she said why don't we just sleep on it tonight and I believe in the morning you begin to see the light and then she kissed me And I realized she was right There must be 50 ways to be your lover 50 ways to be your lover You just slip out the back jack Take a new grandstand You don't need to be cardboard Just get yourself free Get yourself free Hop on the bus class You don't need to be cosmos Just drop off the
fucking. That's a wallop up my ear. It's such a no, wallop. I'm going to pop my earphones clean off. Hold on. It's blown your head clean yeah, off, man. Clean my that was fantastic. What a stomper. Yeah, that is uh, Olivia Jean, who was uh, the singer in uh, the Black Bells. Oh, who played at the railway. Played at the railway as well. Years ago. Cracking record. Isn't it? Love uh, that. That's, that's trouble. I'm going to get in. That's the spread your leg sort of stance, isn't it? You yeah, need to blow your centre yeah. of gravity mm. for that. That's yeah. the sort of thing. Touch the Joan Jets about there it. There is a touch yeah. of the Joan Jets about that. Uh, Bass below the gentles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, exactly. Low rider. It's got to be. Yeah. New single. That's that's three new singles from this week we've played on the show. We're really on the... Payola. Payola. Mine would be in the balance. Mine was from 1977. Oh, beautiful. Udell with uh, 50 Ways to Leave You Never. I know nothing about it, apart from the album isn't very good. It's a bit slow. Oh. Heavy on the ballads. That's the best bit on it. So um, get oh, the single, not the album. Okay. I'm going to do a bit of quiz. Oh, we yeah. This last mm. time. Guess the pop star from Rock Secrets. Billy, choose a, choose a number between one and... Two. <laughs> so, and 78. Two. Are oh, you want number two? Yeah. That's the credit. That's the index. <laughs> That's the index. Get, Just get, thought it might be easier for you to turn the pages, David, but clearly it isn't. Something from double it, figures. <laughs> you're <laughs> really struggling to turn I the page. That's it's sad. Upside, isn't it's it? upside down as well. No, it's not. Go on. Give us, give us a number, the double figures number. Take your pick. 22. 22. God, that was hard work, isn't it? What? Right I was obsessed with the twos. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, this is a good one. Right. So you've got to guess the pop star. Guess the pop star. I'll right, give you, you the, the, what the book is. They filled in a sequence <laughs> of questions, their own handwriting. Stop their answers. I reckon the answer's steak. Oh, should we do favourite food? <laughs> Chili con carne, oh. Jaffa cakes, and tuna fish. Mm. It's a she. she <laughs> she's five, uh, five three, mm. um, eight stone. Mm. Um, Claire born, Grogan. <laughs> no. Born on the 31st of October 1965. Right. Birthplace. Oh, that's a bit of a revealer, that one. I might come back to that. Um, her ambition is to sing a song with Stevie Wonder and to dance with Michael Jackson. Wow. Turn-offs. <laughs> picking nose in public. <laughs> oh. What's his hobbies? <laughs> this is turn-offs. Oh, sorry. Um, sick in public. Oh, she's quite the charm of this one, isn't she? Is it one, is it one, of, uh, is it one of the women in the human league? <laughs> no, no. Uh, so what, banana, banana rama. Well, a perfect evening is having fun uh, with someone you love. Oh, oh, that's quite cheering. Um, well, favorite reading matter: Mad Comics, Smash Hits. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite outfit: Black outfits with stilettos. Uh, with Shardy. Oh, oh yeah. She was born in Rangoon, Burma. Oh, uh, uh, it's, um, it's not her that did uh, Ever So Lonely, is it, Sheila? No, no, um, no. Go on. It's Annabelle Wynn. It is. Oh, oh well done. The nice things. Exactly. That's the thing with Stevie Wonder. <laughs> not King of the Nose Picking. Should you do another one? I'm going to do Lucky Dip, wherever it is. They're still going, by the way. You can go and see a Bow Wow Wow with yes, Annabelle Wynn, yes, apparently. Yes. Yeah. In yes. a venue, New Cross. I might be f- worth going to, though, I would have thought. Oh, here we go. Let's do this one. Here we go. Right. So, <laughs> chap this time. Five foot seven. <laughs> birthplace Glasgow. Ambition to carry on regardless. Mature. How did you get that? <laughs> it isn't. <Yeah. laughs> it is. How the hell did you get that? Just because it was Glasgow. I just and also it's five, foot, five foot seven, hence yeah. being called Midge, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Impressive. Oh, my God. There's I don't really think it would be. It means one nothing in, to me. That. One in oh. here that is um, <laughs> the secret pop star. See if you can get... I worked it out the other day. What was Mijur's favourite... Um, oh, I want to know what his favourite food was as well. Does he, does he like a steak? Well, you, we've had this thing the last few months about <laughs> Shoot magazine, and oh, we, yeah, when you used to get the 
And it was always your favourite meal was either a curry steak or steak. Chips. Steak and chips, steak yeah, curry. totally. No, his is um, Japanese. The best know. one of those, by the way, go back to it, is Peter Reed when he was playing for Bolton Wanderers. Oh, Just okay. a little tip for you. That's okay. the best one of those. Favourite music, Phil Collins. <laughs> Here we go. Right, so another one. Born in Glasgow. I'll go to the Glasgow ones as it's... Uh, mm-hmm. plus Is it Midjur again? <laughs> He's five foot nine, this one. Uh, uh, Midjur with high heels. <laughs> turn on lips, hips and quick whip. Oh, that sounds like a Zygni Sputnik lyric, doesn't it? Um, turn off jealousy, jealousy, selfishness and tears. All right. Favourite food, sukiyaki. Oh, yeah. somebody, like, very, somebody very sophisticated. Yeah, isn't nice it? tidy handwriting. Favourite performers uh, Robert De Niro, Lou Reed, Klaus Kinski, and Martin Sheen. Oh, oh it's definitely some very sophisticated. Yeah. Uh, all fan favourite song is Heroes, David Bowie. It's not Mer- him from Marillion, is it? He's quite tall. No. Oh, yeah, right. No, he's, he's Glasgow. No, I'm not supposed, that's Billy McKenzie, surely. You're close ish. Oh. Alan Rankin. <laughs> no, not that, no. <laughs> Billy McKenzie's in here, I think. Uh, favourite. Oh, blimey, who's this? R.I.P. Favourite Desert R.I.P. Island companion. Bathroom Tussard, Pussard, who the hell is that even? Um, who hell he? Exactly. Well, sure, that's not favourite food. That's like a nice fish dish. <laughs> Perfect evening would be the cafes of Europe. How about that? <laughs> it's a proper... It's a tough one. Oh, God. There's, no, there's nobody... He's a singer in a band. Richard Jobson. It's, yes. Oh. Yeah, no, it's close. Oh, it's sure it's from Glasgow. No, I'm not sure what's it. <laughs> Shall I tell you? Shall I put it in misery? Go on then. Jim Kerr from Simpsons. Oh, of course, it all makes sense now, doesn't it? God, we were close. You're close. It, even though five foot nine's quite tall, you always imagine him to be really small because he's always squatting down, isn't he? Do, always he, squatting he, down, he, down he, isn't he? Didn't he do a bit of this? That's yeah, raising a leg in the air. He sort of darts, he used to do that a lot, didn't he? <laughs> Again, still going. <laughs> I don't know. There's permanent. one here called Ronnie. Does anyone know Ronnie? No, who hell he? R O N N Y. Who hell he? Me not know. know. Exactly, I don't know who it is. Favourite. What's Ronnie's favourite? <laughs> favourite fish. Favourite fish. <laughs> <laughs> favourite <fish. laughs> <laughs> uh, food is everything exotic, no meat. That's, oh, that's, that's curry, isn't it? That's curry, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We've got, we got James Johnson from Pig Bag. Do you we, let me promote Ed. What's his favourite food? <laughs> no food at all. <laughs> Coca Cola. Whiskey. Where, where are we? Fa- oh. Favourite food, live. Well, I don't understand that. It's perhaps a... Oh, it's cause it, is it because he lives off the, the live experience? Or is he talking about eating live animals? I think that's probably... Oh, yeah, oh this isn't it. Terry Hall. Right. Oh, bless him. Any guesses on favourite food? Again, I can't imagine Terry Hall ever ate food. No, he just lived on oxygen. Uh, burgers. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, they would have been, to be fair, though, they would have been quite exotic. In, whenever that's that true, was done, that's burgers. They'd have been known as hamburgers, probably. They probably would have been known burger. as hamburgers. That's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, what have we got here? <laughs> this is, oh, see if you can guess this one. Egg, chip, peas and brown <laughs> sauce. That's their favourite food. Chaz and Dave. No, no. Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> He's six foot tall. Oh, is it me? <laughs> <laughs> um, what's he got? What's, what are the uh, favourite films? Don't Look Now, Long Day's Journey in Tonight. Mm, quite a sophisticated film. Yeah, favourite outfit, scummy black clothes. Perfect <laughs> evening, watching telly with Lorraine after eating my favourite meal. Ooh, with Lorraine. Mm. Oh. Who would you like to be? Was it a bloke out of Bad Manners? Fake beansy, like, didn't they? Uh, secret, I like my peas as in processed, is what you put. Ambition to be a tradesman. He was born in Toxteth, Liverpool. Does that help? Mm. Big fan, surely. No. Is it, is it Mac <laughs> from the Ekana Bunnyman? It is. Yeah, oh, yeah. There we go. Good Scummy work. black clothes. I'll leave it there. But some, Beautiful, some, some man. Some good names in there. Pete Murphy from Barrow They're House. not really... The thing is, though, as soon as you open that book, 
its title becomes moot. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Rock exactly. Secret. I think Billy McKenzie is in here. Shall I find it out? Favourite clothes, beret. <laughs> Favourite dogs. Quick, well, well done, well done Stephen Hastings. Beautiful. <laughs> we've got actually we've got both associates in here, Alan Rankin and R.I.P. Exactly. Twelve and fourteen. Gosh, shows 14. you how big the associates were. You've got, they've got both of them. If they're yeah. in there with Lemmy and Romy, and uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. somewhere between the two. He's, he's uh, um, here we go, Alan Rankin, favourite food, mince and tatties, <laughs> cheese and toast. He was responsible for a course in Dundee where you, he was the sort of like course leader of the music course and the star pupil at the end of the course each year, this was from the 90s, uh, would release a record, on a single, and then everybody would then join in and do a job. Uh, to promote said record and his star pupil one year was so good he said okay you're doing an album and that was Bell and Sebastian oh, Tiger wow. Milk which someone gave me once it's now worth an absolute fortune I thought, well, this is a load of rubbish this what <laughs> half ass rubbish is this <laughs> thousand quid gave Never. it to someone ten inch album yeah so he was a, a very well known as is um, a, a Dick Witts from the Passage do you remember them no, anybody that got their pa uh, pillows and prayers He's somebody that you should study under, really? apparently. Oh, yeah. I don't know that. But yeah, Alan Rankin, R.I.P. And Billy McKenzie, favourite food? Porridge. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And favourite TV show. <laughs> Sorry, exactly, yeah, yeah. So, what should we have some tunes? What do we want? One of the Billy album? Yeah. Go on, of course. Yeah, let's have one of the Billy album. Definitely. Have really got, good. Is there a long one? Because I'm really a comfort good. break. Yeah. Nothing, nothing <laughs> you heavy, do you want to go poo-poo? We, we just played the edit. We just played <laughs> yeah, the flipping edit. Went, of went the... before I came out. Right. Okay, how about track two, Drift? That's quite uh, uh, long. That's written by my friend Astrid Swan, who is a really interesting person. That She has terminal cancer. She's finished. She's on experimental drugs for it, which is keeping her alive. And she's recently done a PhD about mummy blogs, so when people are dying... Uh, they'll write long blogs, sort of like, you know, to leave a footprint behind. Mm -hmm. And she wrote this song on, on not her most recent album, the one before, and it really chimed with me because I've spent a long time in hospital mm. thinking I really don't want to be in hospital anymore. Mm. I just want you to leave me alone so I can drift, drift mm. off to sleep. Mm -hmm. But if I do, I may not, may not wake, wake up. up. Mm. So, um, yeah, this is a song written by the mighty Astrid Swan, and if you've never... I guess it would be a really lazy thing, and she really hate me calling her the... Of the Finnish Kate Bush, but it's like people always do that, don't they? If yeah. someone's quite kind of, you know, mm. ethereal and a woman, they inevitably mm. uh, compared with her. But she is every bit as good. Oh, let's, mm. let's there was involved. a lovely bit. You did a video for this one, didn't you? Yeah, a lovely. Yeah, thanks, it's man. A, it's a great, great tune. This. So comes the day when all is lost. Don't look my way When I'm going through the dark Where I just want to stay I want to go back To where, well, never you mind Don't, 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 don't Just wanna drift. I just wanna drift. Just wanna drift. 
Oh, we're back in. We're just font chat at the moment. That's all right. Bit of font chat. What was that, Dave? I like that. That is fantastic, isn't it? Oh, what a piece of work. Drift, is it called? It's called Drift. Drift, yeah. By the marvellous Billy Reeves. Is he oh, in actual 3D with us in the room at the moment? <laughs> what a treat. What a, ter- a couple of questions. Go on, buddy. Oh, go on. No, go on. No, you go. No, you go. Uh, no, go on. Remind uh, everyone, where, where can we get a hold of a copy of this? Well, you can order it straight from the record company last night mm-hmm. from Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the best way of doing it. £22. Oh, yeah, I'm not stitching up the public. Mm, very reasonable. You know, on uh, bubblegum pink vinyl or red vinyl. But now, of awesome. course, it will be available in your local record shop uh, for £28. So the decision is nice. yours. But I thoroughly recommend you get yourself a copy very shortly because yeah. what with it being number eight in the yes. Scottish charts, yeah, yeah. there's not many copies left. There's going to be a lot of flippers out there, isn't there? You can do a tour up there. Um, They have invited invited me up for a show um, Mm. as one of their nights, because they do gigs as well, inevitably. Um, But, of course, I've got a big problem in that, A, I haven't got a band, B, I can't sing, and C, I can't play a musical instrument. So those are slight (laughs) problems, but hot exclusive. When I do do it, I will be accompanied by Bobby Bluebell. Oh. And Gavin Laird from the Telstar Ponies. So... Um, yeah, it's going to. So I'll do. But I would love to do full shows. I'm yeah. doing another album. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, about halfway done at the moment. Tentatively entitled "Songs for Sophie Ellis Bexter or Kylie Minogue." I don't really mind. Oh, look at that's this! That's a bit of a long. T- no, seriously, no. that's what it's called at the moment. But it may <coughs> that may change. Mm. But I should do some shows. Uh, the, my previous group, um, we were going to do some shows at uh, the one of those little churches, yeah. you know, St Pancras Old mm. Church. Oh, I love it! But yeah, obviously, yeah. the singer. I for that. Yeah, this, sorry about that because the singer was outed as a. Uh, an abuser of women by his ex-wife and mm. uh, that. Always. I tell you what, though, I, I, I really learnt a lot from that because that's the last time we were together. Yeah, you tonight, down the front, have a nice cream. I learnt a lot from that because the. I thought to start with, I thought, if I don't, do I do things like that? Am I uh, a manipulator of people? Am I a narcissist? Apparently, what narcissists do is they praise people all the time. You look great, Dave. <laughs> right? They do that a lot, and, but it was the women, some of the women involved. Yeah. And the anchoress, uh, the professionally known as, uh, uh, professionally known as the anchoress, Catherine Ann Davies, who got in touch with me and mm. said, "This is what happened." Who then explained to me what would happen really? over the next mm, few months. And without down. those wow. women, I, d- I would have, I wouldn't have known what to do. I would have panicked. I don't know yeah. what to Gosh. do. It was absolutely horrendous, yeah, and yeah. and it happens a lot, you know. And then there's a, there's there's somebody else uh, that we all loved from the '90s who's just about to go, uh, who's going mm-hmm. on tour, and there's going to be in court. May for doing this, and I think a lot of this is going to come mm. out. There's, there's, there was rumours mm. that uh, I'm going to have to mm. be really careful here legally, being a trained journalist. There were a lot of rumours that is true because she said it at mm. her Q and A's that Mickey from Lush's um, autobiography mm. had to be heavily legaled right. because there was a lot more that she wanted to say about when because Lush weren't really a pop group, were they? they were no. a bit earlier than they, they were kind of junior right. cocktails, weren't they? they were kind yeah. of shoegaze, but they were kind right. of you know they were sort of pressured to go pop, I guess. Mm. There's a lot of stuff about her time in Camden Town and the big groups at the time that were kind of legaled out of oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah um, that's right, so, yeah, yeah it's an int- it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was, so it's great to be able to... But I've now put my name above the door like a pub. I'm responsible now. I can't hide yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That last album, which was a beautiful album. Thank it was you. great. Would you ever consider re-recording that? Well, I'd, I can go back to the songs. They're my songs. Mm. Um, there's one song... 
um, I'm very keen to go back yeah. to. Um, I don't think I'd re-record the whole thing. That would mm. be a bit mad, but mm. it was such a great story, wasn't it? Because it was 74% true yeah. that I had all this stuff on a mini disc. I didn't know yeah, yeah. who'd written it or what it was. or So I thought I could do those songs again. So, I, hey, there I was in The Guardian. I've made an album mm. and I can't remember right. any of the song. That was 73% yeah. true. So it was a great story. And I haven't really got a story on this one apart from the, the fact that... Um, <laughs> the the fact that um, I did an album uh, that came out and uh, was uh, pulled off sale due to the singer, but, but, um, but you yeah. can always get guessing as well, I guess, couldn't you? Get guests for each track. Mm. Yeah, well, this, that, track. that does that does help. It mm. it brings complicated. It looks good on the um, press release, but it doesn't translate to sales. I mean, there are some mm. great guests on this. Justin Hawkins from The mm. Darkness of is, he? Uh, yeah, is on the right. final track. Yeah, um, oh. and he'll be on the next one as well. Brilliant. Do you yeah, make yeah, I gave physically... them their big break in showbiz, yes, didn't I? That's right. right. I've got to say, St Pancras Old Church, Beatles yeah. connection there as well. I was there. If you got the red and blue albums, where you open up the cover and the, oh, all the right, people yeah. the fence, that's St Pancras Old Church. Oh, is that St Pancras Old Church? Oh, yeah. Not Strawberry Fields? No. What? No, I got caught. <laughs> I just assumed it was Strawberry Fields. I'll leave my Strawberry Fields tale. I've told that before. I won't say it, I won't say it again <laughs> now. But I got caught having a way outside Strawberry Fields. I'll explain later oh, on. Oh, no. Just, oh, no. Like Aussie pissing on the Alamo. It was It was almost. Uh, it looked like I was a bit more of an avid. I was, I was busting for a wedding at a McDonald's and uh, filled myself <laughs> up with fizz, busting for a wee. And I thought, oh, I've got nothing to use. I can't go up against Strawberry Fields' wall. That would just be wrong 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 so i just used a mcdonald's <laughs> cup one in there i could tip the coke out and at the sack sacks i'm sat in the car at the time weird hit a mcdonald's cup exact time the magical mystery tour bus pulled up alongside <laughs> not well, part of the tour i would like so. to offer okay i would like to hereby offer a signed copy mm. oh. of my album to the first person to get in touch on the podrophenia <laughs> socials with the best urine beetles pun <laughs> and how can how can people get in touch dave they can, uh, ship, through Shipful of Bombs, they can get in touch with us on Facebook, Podrophenia or, on Facebook. On Twitter. On got, Twitter, uh, we've got... So that's, so that's Urine Beatles pun <laughs> so, competition. Yeah, <laughs> golden slumbers. Because you just to golden showers. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise. Well, that's the that's the leader so far. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I'm, now I'm now rattling away in the head now, thinking all yeah, these things. Now, yeah. now I'm suddenly thinking that Golden yeah. Stumbers was about <laughs> pissing yourself in uh, wet your bed. Sleep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. bed yeah. We've all done it. <laughs> so, <laughs> some still do at this day and age. Who knows? But um, so the thing I'm going to say. How many bands have you use been the in? Ha- yeah, use the hashtag Piss Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not Silver Beatles, Golden Beatles. We should that as well, couldn't we? Any road up. I'm um, in Essex and I'm lowering the tone. What is it? Oh, uh, not rubber pants instead of rubber sole. We could do that, couldn't we? <laughs> now, how many bands? Oh, I can hear your fame, ba- brain fizzing from here. Stop exactly. it. Get on to the next yeah, link. Oh, that, Aretha Franklin, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. love Aretha. Yeah, that is brilliant. How many bands have you been in exactly, love Billy? Aretha, <laughs> Sorry. How many bands have you been in, would you say? Uh, loads. And loads. I would say probably the best things that have ever happened in my life have been in bands. Bands. Meeting you two. But, but yeah, probably the top. Probably the top, actually, because I, I, I can say without fear of contradiction that the best night I ever mm. had being in a band was the faction... And being blown off stage by eight rounds rapid yeah. um, <laughs> upstairs at the railway. That was an amazing night. Uh, it was an night. amazing night. Yeah. Two great bands, Zoe, the whole thing, you two, the whole thing with Metal, your mates, yeah. Jack Monroe. Jack Monroe was, was there. Yeah, that, was was the, that was the second night. Yeah, but, I, but, some yeah. Of the, but, some, all right, but some of the worst things have ever happened to mm. me uh, from being in a band as well. But it bought my house. <laughs> That's all right, then. So you know bought my house. That night at the railway, you, you know it's ingrained in loads of people's memories mm. because... Every year, someone will share some pictures that's from right. that yeah, yeah. on Facebook. Because yeah, right. their memories will remind them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Thanks, Essex. That's Massive it. in Essex. Know, but partic- just this bit. I mean, this I can't get arrested Essex. in Basildon. That's, 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 sink- <laughs> that's where most people are, though, in Essex, in, in and around South End. Oh, oh, and, of course, the Guinness Fair. Book of Records thing as well. Oh, yes. We wanted yeah, a bit more information on that. So, uh, a couple, two or three... Last time I went to Finland before lockdown to see Astrid and Nick, I met a guy called Cameron Allen. Yeah. And he had just started packing his job. He's married to a Finn. He's an Australian from Bristol, married to a Finn. And he lives right. in Hanko, which is an amazing place, just north of Helsinki, all lakes. And he, the reason that he lives there cheap is that he bought a house where um, several people were murdered. <laughs> and so it's a real top tip. Kirsty and Phil, do I ever mm-hmm. see yeah. this? Get, how to get a cheap house, make sure there was an absolute bloodbath in it. So he lives in this beautiful house because several people were bludgeoned to death with a hammer in it. Mm. So he had set up, because he's got so much space, he set up this room so he could do so he could have a half pipe. That's how big it is. Wow. And then he thought, mm. so he started doing lathe cuts. It was yeah. around that time that happened, and he was getting really experimental with them. And they were absolutely beautiful. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard was the oh, sort right. of first client yeah. that meant that he could pack in his job. So I said to him, yeah. "Okay, I'll do a record." This is when mm. we're at Nick's fiftieth birthday, so that dates it. So seven years ago. So um, I'll do a record, and we'll do. Rather than having copies, in inverted commas, of that record, make each one look different, do whatever you want, and then we'll sell them for 60 quid each to see if you can do that. To see, rather than selling a lot of records for a small amount mm. of money, which is pop music, ephemeral, let's make them all really special mm. things. So they were amazing, and they all looked like other things. So one looked like a mirror, one one was furry. And all, <laughs> the, all essentially he'd done is that he'd got really thin transparent vinyl and stuck it onto things and the way the oh, photographs okay. were taken so the, the mirror one was the one where I thought this is mm. amazing so I'm in touch with my friends from the enemy mm. right, so with, the fo- with Cam's photographs and they put up the mirror one and they also put up one which where he'd found some bits of a, 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 a jigsaw puzzle mm. and just sort of stuck Stuck the stuck it glued it together, put the record on, and that was the one everybody went nuts about. The first playable jigsaw puzzle, right? And I thought, okay, well, it kind of isn't. It kind of isn't. I'm not going to contradict him. It went viral like properly, and then people started talking about it. This is amazing. How? And I was like, I was. We thought it was funny to start with, and then Cam started freaking out. He said, "It's not a play. Mm. (laughs) I'm now breaking. You know, Mm. I'm sort of like breaking the." The, the trust yeah, of my... Yeah. Um, because how would that work? A playable jig... Well, it'd take it apart and it'd play a different song. <laughs> the, uh, you know, but it, the ridges would... Well, I mean, people are so... Any road up. It got to the point where we were invited on to BBC News yeah. and ITV News, me and the singer. And it wasn't... And then we just thought we'd, thought we'd do an album and it all sort of, like, dissipated because it was just too difficult mm. for the three of us. But this... <laughs> Daniel and I were genuinely going to turn up to, can you bring the record with you? Yeah, all right. So we we were gonna we bottled it the day before we were gonna turn up to ITV studio with this record and go hey, you idiots <laughs> what a jigsaw puzzle but it because of that viral thing yeah. without us or me or Cam knowing Cam now thinks it's funny there it is in the Guinness Book of Records that year 2018 the world's first playable jigsaw puzzle incredible right he thought what so then of course it but then last year it's back in. No. For some reason, so I'm in the Guinness Book of Records twice for a crime I didn't commit, <laughs> and there must be other dedication. Do you get? A, do you get a, what's it called? Do you get a certificate? No, this is what I thought. I yeah, thought they're going to send me something, yeah, but I haven't. But well, I haven't yeah. broken a record. It's in this oh. sort of like quirky oh, pop oh, fact thing. thing. I thought Ross and Norris would be around with the uh, tape, <laughs> measure. tape measure. Well, of course, that links nicely Go into uh, my. Uh, uh, anecdote about the dear McWhorter twins because one of them, of course, was blown up by the INLA. Oh, right. mm-hmm. INLA, the Socialist, uh, the Irish National Liberation Army. Oh. 
because they, the McWhirter brothers, were extraordinarily right-wing, mm, right. very establishment, part of a shadowy cabal of mm. people that Janet Ellis told me about, mm. which I'll tell you about off-air, because that is like, though you can't libel the dead, right. I'll tell you about that a little bit later. I know who smashed up the Blue Peter Garden. Uh. No! <laughs> right, and it's going to be, it's, it's, it's one of the songs on my new album. Well, that's the title uh, of it. Is, I, yeah, I, I know who smashed up the Blue Because for anybody of a certain age, I mean, whoever was did it, yeah. And Janet Ellis uh, told me who it was, because right, she was the presenter at the time, I'm telling sorry. heartbreak. I mean, they poured acid into the goldfish pond. Oh, you know? that and that myth about the... I know 90% of the people listening go, it was Les Ferdinand and Dennis Wise. No, it wasn't. Mm. They've said it wasn't. But they were part of a very shadowy um, cabal who offered... Uh, I don't know whether it was the both of them, but um, the McWhirter twins offered a reward in mm. one of the newspapers for any... Uh, information leading to the prosecution mm. of a member of the INLA. So Ross oh. was blown up. Oh, so uh, very oh, much the Guinness, well. the Guinness Book of Records, Guinness World Records, as yeah. it's called now, has moved on from that now. Yeah, it's all colourful now, isn't it? Yeah, it's all, it's all lovely. It's, all, it's much more, it's it's much more inclusive. Pop, yeah. Not dry old black and white yeah. text page after page oh, yeah. with, or the elephant's foot on the front page is one I was <laughs> on the cover. <laughs> so anybody ever saw in the shops as well? So, yeah, so I'm, in, so I'm in the current Guinness, Guinness no World Records for something I didn't do. Oh. So it was a jigsaw underneath the bottom. All he did was, all, he, that's it, he just stuck it to a little bit of carp, the furry one, which I gave to Danny mm. Baker, which again helped because Danny Baker mm -hmm. went, just put a picture of it up with gimmicks, G-I-M-M-I-X, <laughs> <laughs> which was the name of a John Cooper Clark. Oh, record, wow. wasn't it? Um, his record that was shaped like a plectrum or whatever it was. was it? It's called Gimmicks, yeah. So, um, yeah, so Danny, that helped. Danny Baker put this picture up of this record that looked like it was furry. But furry. Yeah, that's all it was. But Cameron Allen, he's just just a, a plug on. for him. His company are called Royal Mint Records mm. of Hanko, Finland, and he is amazing. I mean, he did an album where he put oil inside, like a lava lamp, yeah. just stuck to, to, so it all moves as it goes so around. So playing, it moves yeah, around. Yeah, just, it, he's just, yeah, because it's just... Give us that just, name again, Billy. Yeah, so his name's Cameron Allen. It's Royal Mint Records Royal of Hanko, Finland. So if you ever want to do... I mean, I know there's a lot more people do lathe mm. cuts now. And also, they're not great quality. They're kind of mm. somewhere just north. Mm. Some of them are just somewhere north of cassette. Some of them are somewhere south of flexi-disc. They're right. quite oh, difficult right. because you've only got one chance because it's done yeah, in yeah, real time. Yeah, you've only yeah. got one chance mm -hmm. to get it right. You can sometimes record the static at the same time. Right. Whereas, of course, a test pressing, you know that that's fine and every copy of yeah, that yeah. would be fine. But there are companies that do it now. There's one in Portsmouth... So you can have short runs. But if you want to do a promo, I think it's really good mm. for promo. If you want to do a promo where you've got a little budget, 100 quid or 200 mm. quid, and you want to do something really special, for this album, I asked Cam to do me a square 10-inch vinyl, gold of Golden Days and an unreleased mm. B-side. One copy only. And no. I gave it to last night from Glasgow. and I said, give it to who... You know, someone really special yeah, yeah. that you oh, think, wow. and it was Bobby Bluebell. They gave it to. Oh. So, um, yeah, he's he is amazing, Cam, and oh, he will. Yeah, he will sort you out. That's really useful, actually. Huh. Handy to know. Yeah, no, it'd be handy for anything anything you do because it's oh, like if you do right. if you put stuff on because it just makes it just gives you something to talk about. Exactly. You know, would you like a triangular yeah, exactly. with goggle boot goggly eyes stuck in the middle of it? And <laughs> the, but, but the real trick of his is the way he takes the photographs. Right. That the record that looked like a. Uh, a bathroom tile, the record looked like a mirror. They looked exactly like it from his photograph. That's, my head mm. is rattling with more ideas now, apart from the yeah, well, he'll, do an, well, he'll do anything. You say to him, say to him, Cam, can you make me a record that's this shape, that's this colour, that looks like this? That's, and just as long as it's not too, obviously the track can't be too long yeah, yeah. unless it's a 12. Yeah. It needs to be short if it's a 7 or a 10. He does 9 inch. That's great. Is he? Yeah. 
nine-inch single. <laughs> it's two better. You'll do eight-inch single, one better. That's brilliant. We'll put all the links for this in the show. Yeah, definitely yeah. all the links. Oh, have a couple, how are we doing time-wise? And have we got time for a couple of tunes? Oh, let's have a couple oh. of tunes in. Okay. Why, do you want to go poo-poo? No, no, I'm all right, thank you. <laughs> okay, job is. You'll, you'll soon know when I do. <laughs> you won't need to ask. I've got, I'm going to do uh, two back-to-backers. Oh, yeah, go on. Both locals. Yeah. Uh, I, bizarrely, another connection with Billy, uh, Stern John. Do you remember Stern John? Yeah, I remember Stern John. We had Stern John supporting oh, Stern DCCs. John. Stern John, yeah. Oh, yeah, the night where we were supposed to be taken, where, yeah. the, Tories, where the Tories were supposed to have been That's kicked right. out. It was the most miserable night. Oh, we had a good laugh. But had a good laugh. It was a good knees up. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so good old uh, uh, Paul, Paul Offord, um, who's the singer and the bass player. Yeah. He's, uh, they're putting out a charity single, which comes out on the 17th of March. Mm. Uh, he's befriended a local homeless guy and he's done this song, um, uh, Hopeless Case, it's called. Right. And all the money's going to uh, Crisis. Oh, okay. So um, we're giving that one uh, a little shout out. Yeah. Check out the Stern John. They're, they're on the, uh, they've got a page on Facebook and that. You can find out all the details and they can grab it, oh, etc. Following on from that, yeah. Davey Howe. Yeah. Hopefully he's going to be in on the show in the next month or yeah. two. His brand new single, which came out on the third, uh, Friday, last another Friday. new single, so fourth one now. I know, last Probably Friday, Payola. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. All the newbies, so, um, yeah, so the, his, his new single, and it is absolutely stunning. Is it the orchestration on it? Has got a, to me, uh, touch of the Beatles about it. Never, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful single. Well, I'll give it? you the details of that yeah, on the on. other end. Stan John.
it out to see I've heard it once or twice before Just the colors and me To haul me
We back amazing. in. Are we back in the room now? Oh, that is amazing, Polly. What is that? Majestic. That is Davy Howe, who's mm. um, from from around these parts. Um, so that came out on uh, Friday, Friday the third, uh, and that is um, where are we? Sounds expensive. Can you give me the <laughs> names and addresses of everybody <laughs> yes, that played right. on that? Yeah. Oh, I can probably get it. Yeah, uh, genuinely yeah. amazing. It is amazing. Um, the, I'm just trying to get you. I wonder if he got them cheap, or he paid them. Yeah. He'd have paid them MU rates, wouldn't he? He must have done. I thought he he's, he's that sort of bloke. Especially if we if there's horns and woodwind, because right. they're the most difficult people to get. Even though only, right. even though they can take the licorice stick on the bus, they're the most expensive <laughs> one. So uh, DaveyHow.com, D-A-V-E-Y-H-A-L.com. Mm. Um, we're hopefully... Oh, Davy Hale. Mm. And, of course, in your Essex, Essex accent, it sounded as though it was spelled H-O-W-E-L-L. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hale. Put it through the filter. Hale. H-A-L. So it's Davy Hale. Well, there's no E on the end. <laughs> H-A-L. Davy Hale. That's it. Hale. That's the one. That's what <laughs> we're saying. That's what you're not. Yeah, we're you're saying Hale. Like the what, sort of noise know? a wolf makes, Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's, it's, it's like being in a foreign country, aren't it? It's a different oh. world at this end of the Thames. Anyway, completely. That is, that is. There's a very limited amount of CDs. I've got one on the way, uh, and they're beautifully packaged as well. That's called "Hold Me Away." Right. Uh, as soon as I heard that, that blew me away. So, uh, <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. So I love gorgeous it. Gorgeous so, record. Yeah, I thought you'd appreciate that one, Billy. Yeah, absolutely that's a fantastic record. Well I'm done. Gonna, I'm well going to go Davy Hayes and take take the gloss <laughs> off all that good work by a couple of right cranky old numbers now. Oh. So um, I'm going to do Vince Garaldi goes beat. With the, with the sharecropper's daughter, nice fuzz guitar solo in the middle, mm-hmm. and then Dennis Demis Roussos goes disco. Oh yeah. yeah, everybody did. Everybody did. You're right. Even Sinatra.
isn't it? Demi Sroussos. Amazing. What's it I, called, that? That is... Uh, you know, I Dig You. I Dig You by Demi <laughs> Of course it's called I Dig You. Yeah, you, you can get it on uh, Seven, uh, really cheap, and it's got a rose on the cover. I had a period where I got tired of the Demi Sroussos brush. Do you remember? New Year's I Eve. I remember, yeah. years back. I, I just wore a lot of tassels back then. I was wearing, I was wearing a tassel top. <laughs> it was New Year's <laughs> Eve, yeah. you know, so I thought it was a bit special. And then there's that picture of Dennis Roussos with almost the same top on. That's it. Yeah. So it's not the, so it's not the caftan, because I know you're very fond of wearing things where you don't, and haven't got to wear any pants. <laughs> That's back to my kilt again last night. Yeah. The trick is to have the spray on, on it, keeps everything centred, nothing wafts around. Oh, you see, right, so okay. Right. Okay, is that what, hence yeah. the, oh, right. It's sort of like weighted it. around the genitals. Yeah, so if, if the wind gets yeah. up, there's a bit yes, of modesty in, in place. Yeah, you're safe. And right. also handy to keep your phone in. I think they, they won't think that we invented the spray on, but you keep your mobile in there. Traditionally, <laughs> what are you supposed to put in the sparring? Porridge. Well, if you like. It's like yeah. Haggis or something. Well, presumably some kind of weapon oh. will be on the internet. We'll find out. We'll, we'll look that up. Sparring uh, news. I wonder if I've got, have I got time to do a little... Uh, I mean, this is your life. It's uh, not on the show anymore. You're not going to get the TV anymore. Anymore. I was going to do a little uh, this is your life moment. Oh, yeah, uh, go on. We, we have spoken about this, but um, I'd like to reintroduce to you after about 20 years, I believe... Mm. How about that? That. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> Where did you get this from? I found it on eBay. Wow! Yeah, it's a bit. It's a Billy Reeves demos. Wow! Yeah, how Number many? Eleven of twenty. Eleven. Yeah, because I did. Wow! Yeah, I did this. I did this not long after coming out of hospital. That's a picture of me from much younger. Okay. There's a bunch yeah. of demos that I did after coming out of hospital because yeah. the studio that. The the audience and all the local groups to me did their wow did um, their uh, demos in and stuff mm. was in this old oast house in Odium in in Hampshire Hampshire right. Surrey border and it was run by the guy uh, Pat Channon from the Sunday's brother Nick oh, okay and it was closing yeah. down because it basically you don't you didn't really need a recording studio in a, in an oast house with a load of stuff that had been nicked it was like <laughs> Nick was Nick was amazing the de- the desk was a really an old one and he was like the fonds it would <laughs> sorry you're gonna have to <laughs> You're going to have to stop. Hold on a minute. And he would find the sweet spot and hit it. Nice. Like the front. Poof. Uh, okay, yeah, it's fine now. So I thought, <laughs> well, it, he's can't, I can't have him sitting there in his last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got a super group together and did, oh, did yeah, some songs. Like yeah. well, what can you tell us about this? So Patch is playing drums. Mm. Patch from the Sundays is playing drums. A guy called Matt Backer, who is in ABC and Banana Rama, does stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nick Haywood's band. He's on guitar. Nick himself is on... Uh, is on bass, and then the keyboard player is Crayola Lectern, Chris Anderson, oh, wow. who plays oh, in yeah. my current band. I can't recommend Crayola Lectern's stuff he enough. He did the last He's, album with him as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He d- it, there's, there's always, there'll always be a Crayola Lectern song right. on any record that right. I do, because he's, he's got two unreleased albums at the moment, mm-hmm. one really angry one and one really sweet one, but he wants it to come out properly. He's probably the best songwriter in Britain, I think. Wow. Well, that's amazing, Kylie, yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not so, so, the songs are that great, though. I seem to remember a bit. What happened to this album? Did, it never got no, we just, we just did some. I just did some demos, thinking, "Oh, I could be a songwriter now." Is there anything on there that ended up going forward? No, I don't you think never so. Anything? No, I don't think so. Really? But I think it's a bit. I think it's me sort of like trying to be a songwriter, so like kind of playing songs that sound a bit commercial. So I think a lot of it will sound like Robbie Williams. It'll be <laughs> mid pace and sound like Robbie <laughs> Williams. Whatever was popular in the early two thousand would have been early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that's got to be rare. Terrible sleeve. Huh? No, I've knocked out the sleeve in about five minutes on a photocopy. That's what yeah, you can yeah, do back yeah. then. Accept- that was acceptable back then, though. I think yeah. so. Yeah. It, was a go- it was a going rate back then. You're fine with that. Exactly. But yeah, no, so six songs. 
on mm-hmm. the thing, wasn't it? Yeah. The long-awaited solo LP. It's yeah. a lovely day. You wouldn't think there was a war on, yeah, would you? it's a lovely day. You wouldn't think there's a war on, would you? <laughs> it, got, it got blown up in a war. <laughs> Sorry, exactly. <laughs> it was Mr. White. That's why he had a bright red face. He'd been blown up. The things you're told at school. OK, one each, then. The things <laughs> you're then. told at school which you believe. I'll start. I live in Staines. Yeah. I'm brought up in Egham. The River Thames divides the two of them. Egham is in Surrey, Staines is in Middlesex, mm. traditionally. Mm. Staines, all through my youth, had Metropolitan Police and red buses because it was in Middlesex. Egham had green buses and Surrey Police. I believed up until very recently, mm. whoever it was that told me, that if you had scored some drugs in Egham and you got to the bridge and you were being chased by the Surrey police, like uh, the Dukes yes. of Hazard, <laughs> yes. if you got over the bridge, yeah. onto the Middlesex Brilliant. side, you could literally get out, flick yeah. them the vase, and they couldn't touch you. <laughs> Apparently it's not true. Oh, no, you're kidding me. Can you remember anything from school that that the hard kids told you that was true? Uh, that you're always going to get your head flushed down the toilet when oh, you went yeah, to no, school. Yeah. That was the one. You're always yeah. going to get. The, yeah, you get to go to yeah. school, and then the, the big boys they will flush it down the toilet. It didn't happen. <laughs> I've got a music-related one. You got that. And that was. I mean, I was scared of Canvey when I was a kid. Well, there was always a story yeah. of, of you know, it was just like one big punch up over yeah. there, wasn't it? <laughs> and it pretty when, much was for a lot. Whenever, because I lived in Benfleet, <laughs> so I'd be around near Benfleet Station a lot, and if ever they. A phone box got smashed up, yeah. or I don't know, a bus shelter or whatever. Yeah. Doctor Feelgood, that was. <laughs> so to say that was Doctor Feelgood mob. Yeah, never. So the, the lads from the Feelgood did that. Never, yeah. <laughs> never. Any what a any sort of uh, <laughs> any damage trashed or yeah. There's they, been a lot of them over there the used years. There to be yeah. a thing that with Canvey. I remember. I think Wilco might have told me this or someone else about Canvey. It was such a hotbed of crime mm. that when people used to go to a night out and drive, they would disconnect their battery and hide it in the boot because otherwise <laughs> someone would nick it <laughs> and then put it back again. Wow. So yeah, it was a shocker, wasn't it? It's incredible to think that you know, obviously from where I'm for uh, where I'm from, where we think of Essex as the badlands, that <laughs> Essex itself has its own badlands. Yeah, oh yeah, ben, oh Benfleet, nah, it's like Wentworth, mate. <laughs> I think the hotspot for all of them is Jaywick. If you yeah. never heard of it, oh, is that right. the clapped on my Oh, it's, it's, all the faces on yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Jaywick, it's the shanty town. Literally, right. they've got unpaved roads, and uh, they didn't have like running water till about twenty years ago or something like that. <laughs> I don't think they still have. I thought I, t- I took a trip to Jaywick for work. And I was nearby. I thought I'm going to spin through Jaywick Sands, see if it's as bad as they hmm. say. It was worse. It, it was sounds shocking. quite romantic. It sounds like Christiana or something. <laughs> Jaywick. There's an off license in Jaywick. Well worth doing. Is there? Wow. Just for the kind of level of malice that comes. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just. Yeah. Parts of Grays and parts of Tilbury Way are like going back to London in the 70s. Bar- mm. Curly barbed mm. wire on the top of the walls. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, that quite, sort of I'm thing. relatively familiar with Grays. I know some of say. So, yeah, yeah so quite, parts of that are a little bit grim, but Jaywick I mean, is a I mean, obviously there's places together. like that around me you know especially around yeah yeah around the airport around the airport around Heathrow Airport and also along the river right where where houses have been built on the floodplain so they don't have to pay rates oh yeah I know that ages me didn't it so yeah they're a little bit sort of like like that oh Chertsey some of Chertsey's like that is it yeah, where it's sort of like lawless. Well, I think that's quite sweet, though. <laughs> I never thought. I just meant it being like thought, well, thatch cottage is Chertsey. No, well, you some know. of it is, you know, because right. it's where one of the first abbeys were. Right. So yeah, some of it is, and some it's cheap by jail. And the weird, one of the weirdest places around my way, which I'll take you to mm. one day, is Engelfield Green, which you'll remember from Anthea Redfern being the queen of Engelfield Green, wow. which is near Wentworth and near Egham, and it borders onto Windsor Great Park. But some of that is, is massive council estate there. The the two 
the two sort of like sides of like multi-millionaires, the Candy Brothers. It's like the Swats and the Blots. Yeah, it really is just strange. And and the two pubs, the right. one for the working class yeah. and the one for the millionaires, uh, wow. uh, you know, within have 150 you, yards of each other. Have you been down Benfleet Road? Have you had the Benfleet Road experience yet? No, I, I can't, I've been through Rayleigh and Hadley today. Yeah, of course you where did. That, where, where's that on the Pantheon? Uh, uh, Benfleet Road, it's like the Bel Air of uh, South End, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> right. The yeah. house sold there for what, nine million recently, didn't it? Was that right? Uh, yeah, the yeah. top one, opposite the water tower. If you yeah. had nine million pounds, would you choose <laughs> to live in Benfleet? That is exactly my question. I always think who pays that money to look out on the oil refineries? Because the view out <laughs> the front <laughs> is basically. A really big Dr. Feelgood fan. <laughs> <laughs> when you drive up the A13 heading home, you come to a big roundabout, the strange shape, there's meant to be a cyclist in the middle of it on the A13. Swing a left there, you end up down Benfleet Road. I did a paper round, my three-day paper round that I did. I did a bit at the Benfleet Road. And I did, I'm done with this getting up lark early on the summer holidays. I'm standing in bed. So I um, gave it up. And they had big dogs because it was big houses. Oh, yeah, no, so, they big dogs. Yeah, yeah they, I, they didn't know. No, I don't, I'm, very, I'm very much out of my comfort but zone. You've done the, you've done the Battles Bridge today, though. Well, Battlesbridge, thank you for the top tip. I mean, it's like, again, it's like a strange world within a world, it isn't is it? Very much. Um, yeah. It is. It's an amazing place. I, it, actually, I thought I've got enough time because the M25 was kind. Mm. I'll go there. And it actually, I, I freaked out. I thought, I, I didn't, well, I'm going to have to buy something. I yeah, thought, yeah. Don't, don't do impulse buys. Go step back, then come in. No, again. I did. I went yeah. through, I went round all of it yes. uh, really quickly, though. But yeah, it is because it, I thought Snooper's Paradise in Brighton was mad enough. Mm. But it's a whole village. Dedicated mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, to junk. To junk, tat, <laughs> old rubbish. Toot. The Just only so word much. in the English language that you can say and can't spell, toot. What a load of old toot. How do you spell it? That's true. Is it a double O or is it a U? Well, then it would be toot or tut. Right, or tout. Yeah, the, the, best, right. the, best, the best thing, I, the best, I, the only <laughs> thing I can think of is T-U apostrophe H-T, if you would ever to write yeah, it down. But yeah, it's a whole way. village dedicated yeah. to toot. Of course, the other thing the other thing that happens to me, because I went in that uh, restaurant just down yeah, there yeah. while I was speaking to my mum, waiting for mm. you, uh, you were waiting for me. The Grove. And, uh, just straight away, of course, the, at the Battles Bridge, and there's the accent. Just straight away, mm. be, it, straight away, because you guys sound like my grandparents' generation that were from London sounded right. like, oh, yeah, so yeah, you like that. Really, co- really old-fashioned. Yeah, they were headed east. And you also I sound you were quite well spoken. No, you all sound. No, you've, all, no, you've got an accent. You're not, you are well spoken. I'm not saying your accent's bad or common, oh, Ian. Um, I'm just saying that it's an accent, and of course, it's the way <laughs> that the hard lads at my school would have spoken <laughs> to make themselves sound hard. Oh, right, Whereas okay. everybody here sounds like that, and then suddenly the waitress is is talking to you like that, and you'll get the waiting staff talking to you like that, and going, "What? What? What? What, what, are you, what, what have I done? Why are you speaking to me?" Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, Do you know what? it gets worse after a drink? I had I had a Canadian. Well, that's friend. just the waitress. <laughs> exactly. I had a friend from Canada, and I was talking to her at a party once, and she was just there nodding. Like that. I was saying what our Christmas plans were. I said, you d- didn't get any of that, did you? Because I didn't get a single syllable. <laughs> just, it was the same language. I just didn't get any of it. Anyway, have you got to do any admin got, before we, the programme no, uh, finishes? Have, 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 have you got a what's on? Have we got a what's on? What's on? Oh, your weekend, go. Go on, go on. What day are we on? Sunday. Uh, Thursday. Well, this is Thursday, isn't it? Yeah, Thursday's the podcast. I can talk about my show that was last weekend. It's Thursday the 9th, you remember. Hi, Stephen. What's happening on Ship Full of Bombs? Well, there's lots of things going on in Ship Full of Bombs. What we do have coming up is a whole series of one-hour specials, which is just called By the Sea, where basically every host um, has, doing their own interpretation on that, doing an hour show, and then having a full day at the back end of April where every one of those shows is played out with all the different ways we're talking about By the Sea. But if you're looking back, you should go back to Sunday when we had Harbour Bazaar. 
in all fairness, where we did a bit on, what did we do? We did them at Rhodes. We did, looked at the oh, yeah, uh, Will yeah. Sargent uh, Bunny Man book. Oh, uh, right, done okay. reading thing. And we did the first hour of Sounds Like Dylan. So Dylan's stuff, not actually by Dylan. <laughs> so there you go. The, 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 but Carpa Bazaar is the, the, the pop culture strand. Yes, indeed. But you can get everything at www.sfob.co.uk, of I course. I don't know what this is the strand of. <laughs> this is go back and listen to the podcast <laughs> and the streaming things. Strand. There we go. So we, we'll close out with a Billy tune then, yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, can we close? Can we close with the final track Go on. featuring Justin Hawkins? Oh, yeah. A song a called Waiting. Waiting. Lovely. Well, it's been absolute. Oh, thanks oh, for having me. I'm really great. Pleasure. Thank no, you no, for having no, me. No, Massive no, in Southend on sea. Oh, and Glasgow. <laughs> and Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But working class. Both tough towns. I'm talking so. like you two now, aren't I? <laughs> you get it. Sorry. There. We'll give you Sorry. lessons afterwards. <laughs> Thank you. Double yeah, so I, don't get, so I don't get knifed down on the front. <laughs> We're off to Lee now, so yeah, we're we're going you'll, be fine. you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, lots there. of dogs. Yeah. Nice ones. Right, we'll see you in a month's time. Thanks, Billy Reeves. Thanks, Stephen, for Thanks doing for the having me. Thanks, girls. Stephen. See you next week. Next month. <laughs> next Tuesday.
flipping heck. It's only Pylium Mondo's Podrophenia. 